on Midwest Week, a look at the campaign in Iowa with just a few days left until Election Day. I'm Herb Trix, and my guest this week is Aaron Murphy, Des Moines Bureau Chief for the Cedar Rapids Gazette, and his work appears here in the Quad City Times, Dispatch Argus, and Muscatine Journal. At the top of the ticket, we have Governor Kim Reynolds running for re-election against Deidre DeGier. So, Aaron, what issues have those two been talking about so far? Well, uh, so first, the incumbent Republican Governor Reynolds, uh, usually at campaign events, she will talk a lot about uh, what uh, state house Republicans have done, legislation they've passed in the last uh, few years. Um, she highlights tax cuts. Um, she highlights uh, legislation that provided some legal protections for police officers, um, as she highlights that for her um, stated support for law enforcement. Um, she um, talks uh, about the K-12 um, policies that she has passed and would still like to see passed. So she highlights the um, legislation that um, uh, she often highlights the legislation that would bar, or I'm sorry, that does, it was passed into law, that bars transgender girls from competing in girls' sports. And then she uh, will talk about wanting to expand uh, choice in schools. And that, of course, is a reference to her legislation uh, that would create um, uh, a taxpayer-funded scholarship program for private school tuition. And that didn't get done these past few sessions, and um, she highlights that as something that she wants to get done in the next term. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democratic challenger Deidre DeGier um, talks about uh, education policy a lot as well, and she's obviously opposed to the governor's private school uh, plan. She's proposed putting some um more money into k-12 public education um and she also the theme of her campaign i think is safe to say she talks a lot about leadership and and iowa needing new leadership she she accuses governor reynolds of um leaning into policies that are politically motivated according to dj DeGier, and not what's best for iowans and and that's what dj DeGier. Says she was she would do is is be um, a leader on issues for all Iowans. Um, now we've I've heard some murmurs or that uh, U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley may be in trouble. Is that Democrats' wishful thinking or or something else going on, Aaron? Yeah, it's it's tough to know for sure, but we do have some signs that uh, I think what is safe to say at the very least is that this is going to be a much closer election than what Chuck Grassley is accustomed to. He in his past six re-election campaigns has won by an average of more than 30 percentage points. I mean, he just routes his opponents over and over. Um, That is not going to happen this time. It's going to be much, much closer than that. Now, does Mike Franken, the Democrat, have a chance to upset uh, Chuck Grassley? It's tough to know for sure. There's certainly been some polling that suggests the race is very close, including the most recent Iowa poll from the Des Moines Register. Um, that's had uh, a pretty good overall record uh, in in recent campaign cycles. Um, That one showed a very close race. There's been other polls that have showed Grassley with a a little bigger lead than what the Iowa poll showed. Um, The fundraising has been competitive. Mike Franken has been keeping pace uh, with Chuck Grassley. Um, Certainly hasn't been overwhelmed in the fundraising uh, category. 
So there are signals out there um, that this one could be close enough uh, that Mike Franken could pull off the upset. Uh, but it's tough to know for sure, and obviously we'll we'll get the answer for certain uh, in a little less than a week here. And uh, what sort of issues have they been talking about? Is it sort of the national things about inflation and abortion, or is there more to their two campaigns than that? Yeah, I, I think it's those are two of the big ones, and, and they're similar to the issues that you hear in, in a lot of the federal races, including our races for Congress here in Iowa, too. And uh, um, the Republicans are talking about a lot about inflation, gas prices, food prices, et cetera, et cetera. And they like to tie uh, Democrats to President Biden. Um, and the reason for that specifically in Iowa is that especially is that President Biden has low approval rating numbers here in Iowa. So, so Republicans feel like if they can um, get voters to think about, you know, their opponent in the same way they think about Joe Biden, that that, that will help them uh, get some more votes. Um, Democrats, like you mentioned, they talk a lot about um, abortion. Um, you hear uh, health care um, as well. Um, in that Senate campaign specifically, uh, Mike Franken has really leaned into Iowa uh, being in need, again, of, of new leadership, similar to Deidre DeGere, but different in that Mike Franken stresses that Chuck Grassley has been in the Senate for uh, literally for decades, and um, that it's time for uh, a change there. Now, one of the key races next week is in northeast Iowa, where Republican incumbent Ashley Hinson is running against Democrat Liz Mathis. Uh, what kind of a record does uh, Hinson have after her first term in Congress? Yeah, so um, pretty much a standard uh, Republican uh, resume, and, and uh, like almost all members of Congress in, in both parties they've, they've pretty much voted uh with their uh, fellow party members a vast vast majority of the time um and and so again the, the issues in that campaign are very similar to the senate campaign we're, we're kind of in an era of of uh, i guess maybe the way to say it is cookie cutter federal campaigns and that uh, you know the democrats uh, a lot of the democrats run on the same issues and a lot of the republicans run on the same issues regardless of the district they're in, sometimes even regardless of the state they're in. Um, you hear a lot of the same issues over and over. So uh, with, you know, you hear Ashley Hinton talking a lot about inflation and, and tying uh, Liz Mathis to Joe Biden. And for Liz Mathis, you hear her talking um, a, a lot about abortion. Uh, so it, it, they're very similar in that way. Now, does that district lean a bit more Democratic after reapportionment? It was very close. Uh, and forgive me, I don't have those numbers right at my fingertips, but I remember when that those new districts were passed, um, it was very, very close um, regardless. So, so it basically stayed a very competitive district, and it's a district where um, the, the voter registration for Republicans and Democrats is close enough that it, it, it's very much going to be decided by those no-party voters. Um, and And Elections experts will tell you that a lot of those no-party voters tend to vote the same way. They just don't claim one of the parties necessarily. You know, they don't, for example, they don't register as a Democrat, but they vote Democrat almost all the time. And, and, and there's uh, similarly, there's voters who don't register as a Republican, but they almost always vote Republican. Um, so, so that district uh, will uh, come down to those no-party voters and, and which way they're leaning in this particular election. 
and you look at national headwinds and, um, you know, usually the first election after um, a, a president, uh, a, the, the presidential uh, seat changes parties. So we just went from a Republican to a Democratic president. Usually that next election is bad for the incumbent party, which means it, it, it historically this could be a tough election um, for Democrats. So that's something that those, you know, the Liz Mathis's of the world are, are running up against as well. And will the uh, race in the southeastern congressional district in Iowa be about the same with Marionette Miller-Meeks and Christina Bohannon, the same sorts of issues and same same sort of registration split and everything? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really sounds like I'm kind of copying and pasting and just repeating answers here, <laughs> but, but it, it really is. And, and, and remember that the uh, district in the uh, Congresswoman Miller-Meeks won her election two years ago by six votes. Now, again, we had redistricting, so the district changed a little bit, but again, not very much. And, and again, it came out pretty politically balanced. So again, those no-party voters are, are going to be um, huge in that one. And, and, and also, I should mention for all of these, you know, the campaigns and their turnout machines, um, you know, they're organizing their grassroots efforts uh, to, to make sure that they get everybody who they think they have in their corner out to vote will be critical as well. And uh, what about these campaigns, especially Senate and Congress in Iowa, Aaron? Are, do you get the impression that there's a lot of outside uh, interest as a, in, in the form of money and big names coming into campaign, that sort of thing? Some more than others. The, the two that I see, see the most, and one that we haven't even talked about yet, is over here in central and southwest Iowa, uh, the third congressional district, uh, Democratic incumbent Cindy Ashney, uh Republican challenger Zach Nunn, who's been a state legislature the past few years. Uh, that has been a super competitive race. Again, it's another district that's very politically balanced and, and didn't change a whole lot in redistricting. Um, we've seen a ton of outside spending in that race, for commercials, uh, ads from all kinds of groups um, in that one. And there's been a pretty decent amount of advertising in that Senate race as well, the Franken-Grassley uh, race, um, again, being maybe a little more competitive than what Chuck Grassley is used to and, and the party's both parties believe in that they have to, um, you know, leave no stone unturned in, in that race. So we've seen a lot of advertising in there as well. Um, I know those first and second districts um, have seen some advertising too, and I'll be honest, I can't speak to the extent of it. Uh, being here, I'm based in Des Moines and being here in Central Iowa, I don't see many of those ads, but I do know that, that, that they're out there and that there's interest in those races as well. 